Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for March 1st, 2020. Koyo Kubose here. So very, very glad you joined us. Yes, indeed. A lot of things in the news, current events nowadays. And uh, this very uh, concerning uh, coronavirus really highlights how interconnected we are well as a as a planet um, uh, when we say uh, it's a small world or we say you know something global yeah that, that means <laughs> interdependency interconnectedness the Buddha saw this uh, very basic objective you know, a fact, and uh, it it affects whether we know it or not. It, it's going to affect every us when it's something like a global event or pandemic goes all over the you know, globe. And uh, of course, this kind of interconnectedness is in a negative context. Where uh, something so contagious, uh, you know, that's the whole message. And uh, so, wow, this is a uh, see, pan pandemic means it goes from country to country. You know, normally we think of all oh, interconnectedness in in a family. <laughs> you know, then you start going up to larger scale. You know, neighborhood city, state, nation, now in a global sense, okay, yeah, then it really it, it becomes of concern because uh, uh, the widespreadness, the impact of it is so uh, quick, I guess you might call it, and uh, um Pounds us, pounds it, the message home about our interconnectedness. Yeah. 
Well, okay, I'm going to, I don't know what you're going to talk about, but uh, introduce our guest to give us a Dharma glimpse as a <clears throat> lay minister studying right now. They're going to be finishing up in uh, in a couple of months, and May is coming uh, right around the corner. It's part of the LM group, LM12 group, Jared Anderson, and um, let's hear a Dharma glimpse from him. Dharma glimpse, hurt well. Feel sad is my answer when people ask me, what do you do when you are sad or hurt? Or how do you handle the intensity of your chaplain job? I think there may be no more important skill than being able to hurt well. I'm grateful that I get to practice in my job because with the way my mind and heart run anxious and sensitive, I hurt almost all the time. I work to practice companioning the pain. I notice how it feels in my body, usually tightness in my chest, a pit in my stomach, often pressure behind my eyes. I feel the effort of breathing, and I breathe more deeply, fully in, fully out, slowing down. I often don't even ask myself why I am hurt or sad. I don't interrogate the pain. I just allow the experience, lean into it, open up to it, and again breathe through it. I trust that the intensity of the pain will metabolize. I don't need to understand it, but I do practice listening to the pain, which tells me to slow down, be present, rest if needed, care for myself as I can. I remind myself that pain is an invitation, an invitation to understand myself, to experience a range of consciousness, but perhaps most importantly, an opportunity to strengthen myself, build up my emotional and spiritual endurance. I have built up my endurance to the point where I can hear almost anything, sit with people in all sorts of struggles, sit quietly with my own pain without becoming reactive and lean more deeply into life. I reflect on the inescapable reality that nothing gets our attention the way pain does. I have gotten to the point that when people say, I'm sorry you're having a hard day, I answer, I'm not. Hurting is its own gift. Mm-hmm. I'm just jotting it down. Hurting is a strong gift. Uh, well, you know, this is, I think, a very basic, reminds me of a basic uh, teaching of all the world's, of the different world's religions that uh, some years ago there was a, a flyer and it was also made into a, a T-shirt where it said, uh, all the, the philosophy of all the world's religions very succinctly, and uh, it's a takeoff from the bumper sticker. Uh, uh, this is for educational purposes, so excuse my my swearing or using a cuss word. Um, uh, you know, shit happens. Shit happens. Bad things happen. Now you could call 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 this <laughs> the Buddha's first noble truth. Bad things happen when things don't go. You know, favorably all the time, 
in human life. Okay? This is such a, well, but in that, using that phrase, I said, well, okay, let's, how did the uh, world's religions, uh, what is their message or teaching about taking off on this, this phrase, shit happens, the fact that they're suffering in this world? Well, um, uh, I can't remember, but I do remember something like, shit happens and you deserved it. Or, I don't remember what religion that was, whether, okay, um, why does this, well, can, well, why does this shit always happen to us? Okay, for Judaism. Uh, shit happens and, and you feel guilty about it, or that maybe that's Catholicism. Um, this shit happened before. Right? It was a Hindu, you know, kind of like a reincarnation notion. But here's a th- my point. In Buddhism, <clears throat> the fr- quote, quoted phrase was, when shit happens, it's not really shit. This uh, message of taking something negative and uh, using your mind to turn it into a positive. Your attitude is so much more important than what happens to you. It's how you deal with it. And so the Buddha was so pragmatic, so down to earth. He says, well, okay, bad things happen. What are you going to do about it? The problem is really not X. It's how we deal with X is the real problem. So it's not a real problem that <laughs> you got you, you got a, uh, an illness or you, an, you broke your leg in an accident or you lost your job or you know, something quote, bad, unquote, happened. That's not really the the crux of the problem. It's how you're going to deal with that. That's the problem. Okay. Um, can you, can, the, one way you could deal with it is like, oh, why did that happen to me? Oh, if only, and so forth. Whereas the other one, the other way that they're saying when it's, you know, Okay, let's take a look at it. Don't be reactive in a negative sense, but be proactive in a positive way, saying, here's the reality. What can I do about it? Because if you think that, if you say X is the problem, then you're putting yourself psychologically into a powerless, hopeless kind of situation. Man, I'm like a cork in a, in a stormy sea, I'm, the waves are just pounding me, throwing me this way and that way. I, I don't have no control, no, no say in anything. I'm, I'm buffeted all around. And that is a downer. So, oh, oh, gosh. Why? You know, uh, start asking why. Whereas, uh, if you say, oh, Accepting it is to see that that accepting it as a reality is empowering because all of a sudden, if you say, well, hey, X is not the problem. 
how I deal with X is a problem. Just that phrase, that, that English phrasing of that. If you, you know, if you express it that way, then of course the next thought is, well, if, if how I deal with it is the is a crucial thing. Well, how can I deal with it? What are some of the things that I could do? This is so empowering, rather than the hopelessness, the powerlessness. Um, so this is, I think, kind of like, I like the term uh, radical acceptance. Uh, instead of acceptance being resignation, defeatism, and, and, and so forth, say, hey, what can I do about it? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think this, in that sense, the obstacle is the way. Hurting is the gift. Hmm? Hurt well. Suffer well. How to suffer? Woohoo! And in a very basic way of philosophy of life and how the different, well, one way, how do you respond to hurt? Well, if you feel that man has no power whatsoever, if humans have no power whatsoever, and you could ask the super, you could ask a deity, you could ask, ask God. You could. You, the only thing we could do is pray to the omnipotent, omnipotent, all-powerful deity that controls, you know, all things. Or the opposite. Another view is that if, if you don't believe in deity. At, approach you say well i don't know i don't know why these things happen this is sort of the chaos the randomness approach sort of like a gambler's approach well i don't know it's all up to chance man you you just might as well you know hedonistically okay uh have a have a sort of a twisted view of things about wow things are happening and i can't do anything about it so you know uh, that also is underlying assumption is that man, humans have no power. Okay? Uh, yeah. Whereas the third way, okay, Buddhistic way, it, you know, I say, well, uh, uh, <laughs> karma, cause and effect. And that doesn't mean that you could always solve anything the way you want to. Okay. Uh, uh, what karma means, it's very uh, congruent with scientific common sense. Uh, that you, you know, if you cannot change it, how do you do the radical acceptance and say, oh, okay. The attitude woo, is a tremendous thing. Personal attitude. Well, well, well. Okay, that's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and you have a wonderful day. <laughs>